0: Hey there! Welcome to Christ-Centered Combos. I'm your host, Kristen Ladd. Thanks for joining me as we talk to believers within the Christian Fellowship Ministries to hear the amazing stories of how God has transformed their lives. My prayer is that through each episode, we can be encouraged, uplifted, and inspired to press on towards the calling God has placed on each of our lives.
1: This uh, is Pastor Lewis Oliver with the Potter's House Christian Fellowship Church. And I just want to recommend Christ Centered Convos as a podcast. It's very encouraging and uplifting, good testimonies. Uh, and we're 100% uh, behind Christian and that podcast. Uh, and so, also, uh, those of you that are listening, if you have not gone to our website, it's renoforjesus.com, Reno, Jesus.com, And we're also live streaming. You can go to YouTube and then type in Reno Potter's House and get a live stream. Thank you.
0: Hey there, podcast listeners. Thanks for joining me for this week's episode of Christ Centered Combos. I hope that you guys are all doing well, surviving the coronavirus pandemic, that you are staying sane, staying safe, and staying near to God. This week, I have the privilege of interviewing a good friend who is actually the first friend that I made at the very first Bible conference that I ever went to in July of 2016. Her and I kept in touch and have grown a friendship over the years, and I decided it was time to hear a testimony of someone outside of my mother church. So it's really exciting for you guys to hear this conversation and to hear a testimony from someone from another church besides my mother church before we get into that interview i want to mention since this is my first over the phone interview with someone out of state there are a couple glitches due to uh technology you know technology's fun and probably overloaded these days with everybody on there so I apologize for the glitches that there are throughout this interview otherwise uh, I'm really excited for you guys to hear our conversation and here it is this week we have with me my first friend that I met at conference out of the church in Everett Washington welcome Lorena Lena oh, thank you what are you doing? yes <laughs> <laughs> so my name is Lorena, and then my
1: nickname is Lena. Cool. Mostly, and everybody knows me by Lena. Awesome.
0: So thank you for joining me, Lena. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm excited. How how are things going for you up there in Washington?
1: It's challenging. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just learning a whole new thing of technology. I'm not, um, I kind of shy away from technology. <laughs> And so now that um, I'm I'm teaching second grade this year and so um, it's just it's a challenging uh, getting used to teaching online and getting used to everything that (laughs) Google Classroom has to offer. (laughs) But I'm I'm glad that I still have a job and I'm glad that I can still be connected to my students because I think that's like the number one, like a rewarding thing about being a teacher is like having the connection with students. So,
0: yeah, for sure.
1: Uh, and everything
0: else is going pretty good, though. And I bet uh, having to do online for second graders is a little more challenging to, like, keep their attention. You probably have to be a little bit more interactive with second graders.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, we do. We do like teaching videos and we're like, OK, remember, keep it short. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Nice. Yes, that probably is challenging. But like thinking yeah. with your family and everything have been good. Yeah, I feel like this time
1: has um, definitely, like, brought us closer as a family, um, spending more time together, really. My father is still working. My sister is still doing her school. Like, I still live with my parents. so. Um, but I definitely feel like we've drawn closer to each other. That's,
0: that's good. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I just wanted to check and see how you're doing through all this stuff. Um, Thanks. So now let's jump into your testimony. Did you yeah, actually did you grow up in the church or at what age did you come to be a part of the fellowship?
1: Yeah, I grew up in church. Um my parents had gotten saved and I was about three years old. So oh, really wow. the church church and growing up in, in, in the church is all I've ever known, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's awesome.
1: Yeah. So, like, I kind of remember, like, the the bad things (laughs) that happened when I was little, Um, but really, I I grew up with, like, a a protection and a covering um, over my life. My parents really gave me the foundation of God in my life, and so I really, um, like, I remember getting baptized when I was nine, and um, I feel like I, I did know who Jesus was at a time, but then You know, like rebellion kind of really set in when I was a teenager and um, the decision for Christ really came when I was 18 years old. I think I had good intentions to be right with God when I was younger and through my teen years, but I just had let like rebellion and, and sin and disobedience like really set in my heart like I would act one way at school, you know. And then, like, at home in church, be a completely
0: different person. Right. (laughs) And I think that's a normal, do you think that that's a normal process for anyone who's grown up in the church? Yeah, yeah, I really do.
1: I think that anyone who's grown up in the church, like, really has to make their own decision. Like, they can't just, like, based on their family or based on their parents. Yeah. I
0: guess, ultimately, whether you were raised in the church or not, it comes to a point when you have to decide for yourself
1: exactly
0: what what path you're gonna take so whether you Um, you were raised knowing or not
1: (laughs) exactly and I think you know we all try to fill that void in our hearts so when I was 18 I was like trying to search like in front of me and and God's love is really in front of me like I'm still wanting that relationship with a boy and um so I I had you know went after that and um when I was 18 and um, well, before that, even this is what would be so uh, re- why I was being so rebellious was because I grew up with this boy in church and um, my parents would say, no, not yet, you know, and I wouldn't listen. And um, and so when I was 18, I snuck out for the first time and I had gotten caught like right away. <laughs> like my God. God's grace, man. <laughs> Like right away i have gotten caught and um, I remember sitting there at four o'clock in the morning uh, with my parents and um, they were saying you know you're 18 you know you can make a decision here and now you know are you going to live for God or are you going to do things your own way and then I, at four o'clock in the morning I, I just knew that I'm already like broken-hearted over this boy and that's why I kind of wanted to sneak out to see if I could you know get this boy to like me more <laughs> but you know like I I was already so brokenhearted and I knew that if I didn't choose God then I was even gonna be even worse you know like I, I just kind of had that just thought in my head and my dad gave me that option You know you can get right and live in this house or you can not be right and, and go your own way and that like scared me <laughs> uh-huh. like my dad gave me that option And um, that just really scared me. And, um, you know, some people might say, like, that's extreme, you know, but no, like, I'm really thankful that he really laid it down like that for me, because that really gave me a choice to really be right for God and not just pretend. And uh, I remember because it was like such a dramatic thing to sneak out and get caught. So I remember my um, my siblings were up. My siblings got woken up and they were just sitting in the corner um, by the door and they were crying. And I, I think at first I kind of did want to leave and then I saw them crying and I, that's when I, I really realized like, well, like I can't leave them. I want to be a good example to them. Like what example am I leaving for them if I leave? Yeah. And so um, I think from that day forward, I, I really chose God and I don't kind of never look back <laughs> as the best decision I've ever made. Like, I knew, like, w- without God, I was only hurting myself more. And so then I began to serve God with all my heart, and um, I just wasn't playing church anymore, you know? Like, every service, it was just, like, my eyes were open, because, like, you know, you can get so used to going to church week after week, you know? In, in our church, in our fellowship, we go three times a week, so you could just get so prone to it and and so used to it. But, like, when I really gave my heart to God, it wasn't, it wasn't just... A place that we go every week it was like a place of refuge yeah and then um a place where like the sermon could re- God could you could really meet with God and God could
0: really deal with you and your heart to fix you so uh I know that you came from the church that we had here in Carson City uh, yeah was that when all this stuff was happening you were at the church mm-hmm. there in Carson
1: yeah I was in the church in Carson Yeah, when I was eighteen, and then um, it was really cool because after I'd gotten saved, there was a there was a church um, like a pastor change, and that had really helped me grow. um, I know like pastor changes are really hard, so it was really hard to go through. But then, like I felt like like that helped me really grow in my relationship with God. Does that make sense? Like I don't know, like the people that the people that God put in my life at that time was like really helping me grow and kind of really took me in
0: so right around the same time that you had chosen
1: to follow god to with all my heart god,
0: was yeah time you were dealing with a pastor change so it yeah. really was a challenging time but it it helped you to exactly exactly grow yeah closer to god and to know that he knows what he's doing <laughs> yes yes that's so true <laughs> that's a lesson I think we're continually learning, though. <laughs> right? <laughs> or being reminded of. Right. <laughs> so true. So then at what age did you guys, you guys end up moving to Washington? Um,
1: So my family moved when I was 19, I believe. Yeah. I think.
0: Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere <laughs>
1: around the time between 18 and 19. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think my family moved when I was... Um, 18, maybe and almost 19, and um, they had moved to uh, Washington uh, based, I think it was a decision that was prayed about for years, and um, it was just something that my family needed to do, and so um, <clears throat> they had moved, and I stayed. I, I, I didn't make the decision to move yet. I think I was finishing up the co- community college there and uh, in Carson City, and um, yeah, I just didn't it was like the right time to move even though i wanted to it was hard to be away from my family but um then i was visiting my family here for christmas one year i think a couple years later i think at this time i was like 21 and i got a phone call the same night like that the church in carson city wasn't going to make it and that they were closing down and that most of those people i think were
0: going to make a decision to go to reno church
1: but um since my family was here, I, I made a decision to come move up here
0: with them. So um when your family was deciding to move to Washington, uh, was your older sister already in Washington or oh, Um, no, actually yeah, I had stayed so when my,
1: my mom and my dad moved first. Oh and, um then my older sister moved later. But I still stayed in Carson. <laughs> oh, wow. Um so yeah, it, um they my family my, parents moved first and then I stayed with my sister and her husband oh. and then they had moved so then I was staying with my grandma <laughs> oh okay yeah
0: you finished up your college here and then you decided to move up yeah to be with your family once the church closed down right right hmm. um was that a challenging time for you like adju- readjusting again to a new church or a new pastor?
1: Um, so at first it was kind of like I moved here, but I I didn't feel like I was staying here. I was um I was in a relationship with someone from California. And so like I moving to Washington at first was kind of like, I'm only here for a little bit, you know? Um oh, okay. and then when that relationship fell through, that's when I um felt like moving here, it was like like, I knew at that time, like, when the relationship fell through, like, I knew that, like, God placed me here in Washington to pick me up. Because I think if I stayed in Carson City or even if I moved to California, like, when that relationship fell through, like, God put my family here with me. God put the church here with me. So it, it was, I think if I, if I didn't have my family or my, the church here, I don't think I would have made it after that. Yeah, the support
0: group that you were able to have.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: Isn't it awesome how God prepares us or is putting things in place before we even realize? (laughs) Right, (laughs)
1: exactly. And so, like, yeah, like, even after that relationship, like, didn't work out, like, I just knew, like, my heart was already, like, focused on God. And so um, I felt like it was just a storm to kind of get through um and it did cause like a lot of doubts <laughs> it was just a trial but um like because my heart was already like right for god you know and so when yeah. it fell through it was like well why not because like you know in our church like I feel like a lot of people get married young <laughs> yeah you know and it's like a <laughs> I don't know I I felt like well why didn't it work it out for me or you know so it was like a lot of like, I, I was already living right for you. I already made the decision to live for you, God, so why? But um, I think during that storm, like, God is, is like, um, still preparing me, like, that um, no relationship, no amount of money, like, nothing else is going to fill that void, you know?
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah we may think we're ready but exactly. <laughs> he's like nope still gotta work on that and yes that exactly oh this is exactly where i am at right now <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yep yes. so um is there a scripture that you have that you have clung to oh, through yes. the years or is there any one scripture that really like yes
1: definitely it's psalms 37 4 and um delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Um, That scripture came to me, I think ever since I was 16 years old and from time and time again, like I've even gotten words from like evangelists and it'll always end. It'll always end with that scripture.
0: Um, Wow. Yeah. So I was like, that is my
1: scripture. (laughs) Um, That's awesome. So yeah, I think that you know in times in life where um you know we just kind of focus on that he'll give you the desires of your heart because sometimes we kind of forget about delighting yourself (laughs) you know
0: and so Mm -hmm. I think
1: like through the trials that I've been through and through the storms that like the ups and the downs like every single time like no matter what you're going through like delight yourself you know immerse yourself in God's word and um, immerse yourself in prayer delight yourself in the Lord you
0: know wow that's that's a really good way to look at mm-hmm. that just to remember to to always put God first yes and be content where exactly. you are as long as you have God yeah exactly that's great so um what is the latest way that God has moved in your life? What has he done for you lately? Gosh, I wanna
1: say within this last couple of years, is that okay?
0: <laughs> sure. I think I
1: was at a place of kinda I almost felt like um like in the wilderness almost, like kinda going through the motions, you know. And yeah. I think I had really just started fasting and praying and um, just really saying. Uh, it's so hard like to say god your will not mine yeah it is (laughs) (laughs) and so um within this last couple of years i've just seen his blessing on me um just provision and finances and um like a full ride scholarship to one of the universities here to finish my schooling and then i um got a teaching job and and even through that, just God's grace and favor on that last year. I mean, like you know, teaching is it's not easy. <laughs> and sure. these last couple years, I'm like, why did I choose this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. I think just God's favor with with the school that I'm at, with my principal, um, I, I really do see that God's hand is on that, you know. And just... Yeah. That's like awesome. God moving in my family. And so, yeah, I, th- I believe within this like last couple of years, like I've really seen God really move in my heart and just to keep contending and to keep knowing that, like, yes, I have desires in
0: my life, but just to always keep him first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't mm-hmm. it awesome how when we get weary, he's there to remind us and pick us back up yeah. and revive us again. Over yes over. that's
1: so true
0: so do you have any last comments or encouragement for anyone listening I, to your st- I guess,
1: you know my my whole story is you know the times when god always reminded me to keep keep him first and so for anyone who's you know struggling with salvation or struggling with knowing god that like if you really seek him and you put him first and, and, and let him be in control. I guess, you know, that's the encouragement that if we just let go and let him be in control, then, <laughs> like, he's going to work it out, you know? And then um, we don't always see the whole picture right now. But God is in the picture the entire time, you know? And that's right. whatever you're trying to fill in your heart, like, just fill it with Jesus. Because no relationship and no amount of money and no drugs, like, nothing, nothing else is going to take that place in your heart that Jesus can. That's mm-hmm. right. That's so I true. Think, like, that's, like, my heart's cry. Like, even right now, is just to let people know that, especially in this time that we're living in, that um, Jesus wants a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Have you, um, I guess going back to that now before mm-hmm. we close, have you noticed over there a more openness to the gospel or to Jesus yeah
1: yes I definitely um have noticed the more openness um just talking to people that I'm working with or that I'm um like trying to follow up on and stuff like or even just um unsaved families I know that you know we have to like do church online and stuff but no, is is the power yeah. of a phone call or um power of um just sending out the link to your online service and i think that people are are very right. watching, you know for an answer during this time and, and hope yeah. and yeah yeah i really do think that and i know that even like some of my my own unsafe family is coming around more you know mm-hmm. that's awesome that's yes. so good
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes mm-hmm. that is so true Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Lena, for joining me and for telling your story. Um, I'm just going to close mm-hmm. this in prayer. Right. And we're all set. Thank, thank you, you for so having much. Me. Appreciate it. Father God, I thank you so much for the opportunity and the privilege to speak with my sister. I thank you for her story, my God. I thank you for her encouragement, God. I pray that her story can be encouraging and Inspiring to others, and that you will just help us all to continue on in all that we are to do for you. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' amen. name, amen. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for checking out the Christ Center Convos podcast. I'm grateful for all of you for taking the time to listen. If you've enjoyed the show, please be sure to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you are listening from also feel free to leave a review with as many stars as you would like as well as any feedback or commentary on what you are enjoying about the show also if you would like you could contact me through email at Christ combos at gmail you can check out the episode notes for links to the church website that was mentioned in the beginning as well as our YouTube page also in the episode notes there is an option for listener support where you can help support the podcast with any allotted amount. It's set up as a monthly thing, but you can cancel it anytime and there's absolutely no pressure to do so. It's just there as an option if maybe you wanted to help support the podcast. Again, thanks so much for tuning into the podcast. I'm grateful to be able to do this show and to share these stories knowing that together just as it says in Revelation 12:11 we can overcome by the word of our testimonies this has been Christ centered combos i'm kristen we'll see you next time and until then stay encouraged and be blessed